Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. High school drama, my parents are in a cult, and there's a dinosaur in my basement. The Runaways After Show starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Couldn't get away. Woo! <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Give us a like on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube and on iTunes. We're here for the Runaways After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Guys, that show is freaking awesome. What are your initial thoughts? Who's your favorite character? Um. Oh, hey guys, I'm Shay. You can find me at a real Shay Jones, and my favorite character is Nico. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic, and I'm gonna have to go with Gert, the social justice warrior. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Ashley Brinkman. You can find me at Ashley underscore Brinkman. And I think I have two favorite characters, Nico and Alex, because Alex is so sweet. Oh my sweet. gosh. I love he him. He just wants everyone to get back together. Yeah. Well, it took him two years, but yes. Yes, well, <laughs> I, I can relate to Alex in this situation. Guys, I'm Oliver Jen. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And I think my favorite... I love them all, but <laughs> right now I have to say Molly. Molly is stealing the show right now. She's mm. adorable. She's definitely one of the favorites for the comic book readers, and I love the comics, so it's going to be interesting to see how everything translates into you know an actual TV show. So, And also it's cool that Brian K. Vaughn, the creator of the show, ha- had uh, he was basically a consultant for the show. So they're really staying true to it, but they're also giving like making sure that they're giving his advice into it and his... Um, you know just his input so that's awesome you know i'm a total nerd (laughs) so this episode starts off with this girl named stephanie and destiny destiny Destiny. i heard stephanie my bad (laughs) and she gets saved by a van with the title the gibberum the gibberum church of the church of the gibberum yeah so what did you think about that scene I would have took my chance with this man. <laughs> it was either- and I, I want to say, I'm going to tell you why. Because I told them. The reason why is, if you have to ask this two ladies, is this a cult? That's your giveaway, probably, that you should not be getting to the van. <laughs> Just human... <laughs> Self-preservation, people. <laughs> Just saying, I'd rather take my chance with two Hispanics than fight my way to <laughs> death. I love it. walk into a cult. I love how the Spanish-speaking guys were like, she would have been safer with us. <laughs> Obviously, they said it in Spanish. Yeah, I'm like, what? how would they know that? Yeah, it makes me wonder if they actually know who the Gaborame are and like yeah. what they're associated with. So they're from the streets. They see everything on the streets. Yeah. They probably see... many times. They probably see them getting swiped up and they never are seen again. So well, inside the van, you could see all of the kids kind of look like her, like maybe kids from the street, or they had nowhere to go, so they would probably 
They you definitely know. look like strays. Yeah. They're all runaways. Yeah, they all like, oh. Yeah. They're, They're all, all runaways, so yeah. It's, it speaks to, true to the show. So we meet our first runaway, Alex. And Alex, you know, this was like a scene straight out from the comic. And we meet his parents. We got Jeffrey. We have, um, what's the mom's name? I'll say Lisa, but I forgot the wrong. mom's name. I totally am blanking right now. But they look exactly like their comic book characters. And we're getting a sense of that there's some kind of depression with Alex. Something's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to meet with his friends. Or maybe he does. And there's an event coming up for the Pride. These parents are part of an organization known as the Pride. I kept thinking this was for, like, like the whole time I was like, oh, okay, this is for the LGBTQ community. Okay, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, like, I never thought there was anything sketchy going oh my on gosh. until later. I was so oblivious to it. It just, like, went <laughs> oh right my over gosh. my head. Okay, when you said that, when I think of when I heard the pride, I was thinking of, like, the Lion, the Lion King, King? Circle, circle of Life. Yeah. <laughs> so in the sense of circle of life, of what the circle of life means. So in the sense of them trying to search or trying to gain a sense of more life. So that's what my mind went because I'm stupid. Or just in creative. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out Oh today. my gosh. This is so exciting being with you guys because I read the comics and it's going to be fun to see like just listening to you guys' <laughs> theories and your predictions. And also in the, if you guys are tuning in in the chat and also if you're commenting afterwards, please no spoilers. We've only seen the first episode right now. So yes, just have fun with this and talk <laughs> about episode one only. So uh, Ivan, we do love Chase. Uh, we, I think we do for everybody on the panel. Chase gets a lot of love for that he first does. shirtless scene. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Greg Sulkin, for bench pressing in yes. this opening scene. We meet you. I love Chase. He's just a jerk right now. But I think he has a good heart. And we can talk about that more in yeah. a second. But first, we're going to talk about the coolest runaway, Nico. Nico is Nico's so awesome. Yeah. You just want to be like her. And like I w- I'm not like Nico at all. Um, <laughs> we come to find out that Nico, she goes into this girl's Amy room. And Amy, we come to find out, is her sister. And Amy has passed, we find out. So what are you guys' thoughts on this whole Amy situation? Um, Amy wasn't in the comics, so this is a new way to kind of flesh out the relationship between the parents and also the runaways as well. So what are your thoughts on Amy? I don't know if I should wait until the predictions, but given what happens at the end of episode one, I have this weird feeling that she was part of the experiment and they killed her off. That's, that's mm, just my feeling, okay. because I feel like the parents carry a lot of guilt, mm-hmm. and I feel like there are a ton of unanswered questions about Amy. I mean, it's only the first episode, so obviously they're not going to reveal that right away, but mm-hmm. um, I definitely think that the parents had something to do with the disappearance of Amy. I have no idea mm-hmm. if she's going to come back. Doubt it, but... Whenever her name is brought up, like no, everyone just kind of goes silent and everyone's just frozen. Yeah. So yeah. Every, it affects everyone, maybe... But, but they did say something in episode one about Nico feeling some sort... Or not Nico, I'm sorry, Alex feeling some sort of guilt about her disappearance. So I don't know if it had something to do with him or he thinks he's to blame, mm-hmm. but I definitely oh, well, he, think there's something weird going he defin- on. He didn't go to the funeral. Yeah. yeah. We so find they out were all later. Like, devastated by that. Yeah. Um, there has I to be a like reason. the storyline that goes with Amy. I'm surprised it wasn't in the comics, but um, mm-hmm. I like that they all kind of come back to this central theme of like Amy was the glue, and now that she's gone, you know, they're all yeah. like, falling Split apart. Up. Yeah. yeah. I, I like that. It kind of 
makes sense as a story. Yeah. But what I like is when during that scene when they're like, "Don't blame Amy for being dead for the reason why we're not friends anymore," because that's not a good excuse. <laughs> yeah. That's not actually. a good enough excuse to blame somebody who's dead and can't defend themselves mm-hmm. for the reason why the rest six of us aren't friends anymore. And it couldn't just be just because of her. You can't just put the blame on somebody who's dead. That's kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm some people grieve in their own way, and that's totally fine. For me. Amy, when she starts mentioned, I'm like, okay, so best friend, got it. I ain't played this game in two years. Kind of close, I got it. Then the mom comes in freaking out like she's in Amy's room. The room is pristine, like not mm-hmm. a dust. Mm-hmm. Not a, the room is That's kept a nice house, pristine. by the way. <laughs> that is a really nice house. <laughs> they have a lot of nice houses. Um, but the room is kept so pristine and just like it's like a memoriam to the daughter that was lost. But you also, and I think the mom regards, she forgets you have another daughter. Mm-hmm. Like you, mm-hmm. you have some. You have another one. You can still try to connect with, and don't push her away. Don't say she can't come to her sister's room. Mm-hmm. Sister's dead too. Like she said, she don't care if I'm going to borrow her tights. Mm-hmm. She's not going to wear them anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- we learn that it's two years since Amy's passing. Um, and also, it's cool because the parents were never really fleshed out in the comics, but in this interpretation of the Runaways, we're going to learn a lot more about the the parents because the parents. Um, the creator, Brian K. Vaughn, he never really got into them because he was afraid that his comics were going to be canceled, like, with every single issue. So he was like, okay, I just, I just got to get this story moving. So <laughs> they're going to slow down for this season, the first season of Runaway. So I'm so excited to learn about, like, the characters and all the, the parents. So even more than I already know. So our next character, we already mentioned him, Chase Stein. <laughs> Lovable old jock. His shirt, he's shirtless. Che is just going, she's hot in her seat right here. <laughs> um, and I think Chase is such a jerk. What, what do you guys think about Chase's I first initial thoughts? definitely think that there are so many layers to his personality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because at first, when you're watching the episode, you think, wow, what a cliche, stereotypical, one-dimensional character. He's the typical jock. Uh, For whatever reason, he's trying to fit in with his group. But I think there was a moment that was very telling and very heavy in the episode, something that I had never anticipated at all. And that Mm. was the moment in which, you know, you see the rape culture environment of... I mean, I know they're in high school, but it looks like a college frat party. Mm -hmm. And you see that these two guys are carrying Carolina's lifeless body into a room and the implication is that they're going to rape her. And Chase immediately steps in, doesn't care at all if, you know, he's putting, like, his life on the line or his friendship on the line or anything like that. And he beats the living crap yeah. out of them. I was like, like, go Chase, get go out Chase. Of there. I mean, my heart was beating watching that scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going to happen? I hope nothing happens to her. And it's it's just crazy because sometimes you think oh this is something that happens in a college atmosphere yeah I mean this it is happens. happening in a high school atmosphere it, it happens mm-hmm. sooner than that um, I just thought that it was really interesting that they would put something so heavy in the beginning and I yeah. I think it definitely was a way of layer, layering Chase's yeah. character to not make him so one dimensional to yeah. show that there's more to him than this you know cliche jock figure absolutely yeah well I mean. I think before that, even when he was talking about he's building a biometric prosthetic hand, like, yeah, mm-hmm. that, like, the much process you have to put into that type of work, you're very smart. Like, in, like, you, the two years that they were apart, he tried to mold himself into, like, kind of, I think, being who his dad wanted him to be or mm-hmm. expects him to be. He's kind of failing at it. But 
like for me that was the turning point of me trying to like be like okay he's not one dimensional he is totally there's so many more layers and hidden facets to his character that we have yet to reach yeah mm-hmm. and then you have to like the whole scene between Alex and Gert and Chase <laughs> that banter that familiar f- familiarity was everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know what Chase was like before all of this. Like, before the two years. Yeah, it seems like he's putting on, like, a front, you know? Mm-hmm. And we can tell that he does have a good heart because he could have, he could have, like, once he de- done beating up his friends, he could have been like, hey, I'm going to take advantage of Carolina because he obviously shows interest in Carolina. It was hinted, like, he has a little crush on her. And there's, like, a whole, like... Look, I mapped this out. Like, we have Molly. <laughs> Molly is the adopted uh, sister, sister of Gert. Right. Gert! She has a crush on Chase. Chase, <laughs> Chase he kind of has a crush on Carolina. Carolina, she's a little interested in Nico. I don't know if y'all peep that. <laughs> no. And then Nico. And Nico. Nico. Um, did, when did you, know, you see that? I think the bathroom scene, maybe that's what he's talking about. Oh. That's the I'm, only just, thing that I'm just possibly... teasing y'all. I'm just teasing y'all. This Comic book people know where I'm coming from. I mean, anyways. they did show a scene where <laughs> yeah, she was like kind of... No, not that scene, but also when she was at the party when she was kind yeah. of entranced yes, watching absolutely. the two, two females. Yeah. So like, she could be... Yeah, she's I think she's which would be amazing. curious because that would be she's, very cool. She's trying to rebel against like the Church mm-hmm. of mm-hmm, Absolutely, her whatever it's called, whatever that church, the Church of Scientology. Okay, guys, it's the Church of Scientology. <laughs> Never go there. I feel like I'm going to be hunted down by these people now. Like, and check, oh, don't no. put my finger up because I have one thing to say about this. <laughs> so she took her bracelet off, right? Yes. And at first, I thought she literally just having a high, mm-hmm. and obviously, you find out no, she didn't even take the drugs. Yeah, I believe Carolina is a freaking science experiment. She was created. Mm. My lips because, are sealed. Because once, like, that bracelet came <laughs> off, and then once it got put back on, she was like, I'm ready, yeah. I'm yeah. back, I'm back alive, what's up? I felt that way, yeah. too. I was like, why is it that the bracelet gives her life when it's the very thing that is preventing her from mm-hmm. self-actualizing? It's the very thing holding Isn't her back. Isn't that interesting? Because it's religion. Everyone has a, has the same bracelet, and mm-hmm. it's almost as if it's holding you back from being yourself or experimenting with something else. And I, de- I definitely think it's also super interesting to see how... Um, Gert's character, yeah, I want to make sure I get the characters right. <laughs> Gertrude, Ger- yeah, Gertrude's Gertie. character, the girl with the purple hair. Yeah. She serves as a foil to Carolina in so Absolutely. many ways because she's completely against organized religion. She thinks mm-hmm. it's something that holds you back, and she is this super empowered feminist. But I thought a really interesting point that Carolina made is how can you call yourself a feminist when? You don't support all women. It's just a very specific type of woman that you support, which I think is interesting because the whole concept of feminism is having women, you know, have the ability to choose whatever makes them happy Mm -hmm. and not judge that behavior. Yeah, and it's equality for all genders as well. So Mm -hmm. why do you think you're all high and mighty when you're constantly bringing other women down? Right. It's also how she's jealous of Carolina. Obviously. That's part part of it. But even though I feel like Chase likes Carolina... He also has something for Gert. That chemistry between mm-hmm. him and Gert is like electric, though. It's yeah. I saw that too. I like that when I felt she, it. they were taking the drink and mm-hmm. she was giving him some sass. Like I definitely felt it, and I saw his softer side too. Like he yeah. felt really bad, and I'm really curious to see if in future episodes if something happens there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. let's talk about more, a little bit more about Gert and Molly. We're not talking enough about my favorite girl, Molly. <laughs> so yeah, Gert, Gert, like well, a little bit of talking about Gert and Carolina. Um, it's like there's like this huge gray area with the runaways because you can see like yeah religion like it holds you back but it's also you know it does present a you know sense of community but Gert you know I, I agree with Gert so I see both sides of their their arguments you know so Gert and my girl Molly 
Molly is actually, spoiler from the comments, is a mutant. And because this isn't a Fox-produced production, we can't have mutants. So they really had to drastically change Molly in order to put her into the show. So Molly, we're not really sure if they're going to like make her a mutant or do something with her because they're not allowed to do that. Mutants aren't allowed in the MCU. So, And Molly wasn't an adoptive daughter to the Yorks originally in the comics. She had her own set of parents. But the reason they didn't do that is because they didn't want to cast two extra people. So mm-hmm. isn't that hilarious? Because they already have such a big main cast. of mm-hmm. We have the parents and we have the runaways. So what do you guys think of my girl Molly? I love Molly. I think she's adorable. And I, I love the fact that she wants to be on the dance team. Mm-hmm. She likes the outfits like that. It's just adorable. But if she can't be a mutant, definitely the Yorks mess with her DNA. Genetics. They did. Because there's no way for her... Her genetics are just messed up. Either the Yorks did it or it was because of her actual biological parents. Her genetics are just messed up. And I just think it's all she's like, she pushed them in. She's like, yes, I did it. And then she like fell out, like fainted for like a second because she like used so much energy. Yeah. And then she got freaked out like downstairs around the other animals. Yeah. Like they, like, they sensed something in her mm-hmm. that she doesn't even recognize in herself. Mm-hmm. Molly has such strength. And I think the reason why she was given such immense strength, like the comic book creator, Brian, was because she's the youngest. She. I is, was going to ask you that. Is she the youngest? Because she's the youngest. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's so even, innocent. She's even younger in the comics, and I think that giving her that such immense strength because of her innocence, because because of her purity, that's so much strength that kids have that mm-hmm. adults don't have because we lose that. And I think that's such a powerful thing about Molly, and I, that's why Molly is so popular within the comics. And Allegra Acosta, who portrays Molly on the show, is doing such a phenomenal job, and she is just like. She's my ride or die for sure right now. So. <laughs> no, look, she's like, I want a, uh, what was it, like a bourbon whiskey on the rock? Yeah. And he's like, she is so she, like, knew. Again, like, she like, knew exactly what she wanted to order. She wants to be like the older kid. Do you guys think there's something going on? Like, do, do you think she knows that there's a dinosaur in the basement? She did see that. She, she saw she the. Saw it. Yeah. She saw something. That's why she was freaked out. She was like, yeah. I don't know what is down here. And she broke the door. Mm-hmm. She was like, you got to get me out of here. I don't care where we go. Yeah. But we have to leave. We can't come back home. So a there was dinosaur. something that sensed her. Mm-hmm. Like and that was the first time she too. saw it. Interesting. It I'm so excited to find out more more about this dinosaur. No, it was dinosaur. like a pterodactyl, like not even joking. I didn't see Like, how come I didn't see this? <laughs> I watched the same episode. You guys have no idea what you're talking about okay, right so now. She, 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 she fed the chickens. She did the... I didn't see the... I saw the room that said... How did you miss the dinosaur? Do <laughs> like, it's I like this... I don't know if there were commercials on Hulu. I don't know what happened, but I did not see a <laughs> my, dinosaur. My suspicion does not have... No commercials. Does not have commercials. I don't know what I missed, because I saw something totally different from you guys. I saw something that was implied. I never saw an actual dinosaur come out of there. I don't know. Um, I saw it. You like told You saw it. It came up to the the porthole. Yeah, little porthole. And Molly was like, "Ah, that's why she ran away." Her eyes glowed. I heard she broke the door. I saw the eyes. I did not see it. She's like, "I have to get out of here." Where are you, Gert? (laughs) Speaking of poor Gert, Gert got stood up. She was trying to help little boy Chase Chase. with his Spanish Mm because he's failing. And his dad. We didn't even talk about Victor Stein. He is so abusive to Chase. Is who would want to live with that? And no one wants to live with that. And shout out to James Marsters, who played Spike on Buffy. I grew up watching him, and watching him in my adulthood, it's so Oh, seriously, crazy. wait. I kept, I was seriously wondering for the longest time why he looks so familiar. Like, oh, my God. First Spike. of all, Spike. Oh, fantastic. I love, I all I these boys Spike, on the show. I love Spike and Buffy. Spike and Buffy. Like, I love Angel and Buffy, but Spike and Buffy was just everything. I was the, so happy. The cast is is 
perfectly cast. Like, yes. they all did such a great job. I really enjoyed watching every single one of them. He, in particular, did an amazing job at being such a jerk. Yeah. He didn't have much screen time, and we're no. already we're already afraid of him. I like, really he just am. slammed his thing down, and it was just like, okay. But if you had mm-hmm. to kill one of the runaways off, which one of them would you kill oh, off? My, oh, you can't. <laughs> can you, we kill you the can't parents? ask that question. Kill, yeah, can we kill the parents? <laughs> right now. Can I kill the parents? You can't kill the parents. I kill Victor. I'm just <laughs> the parents. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What yeah. I, Don't. That's it. Oh, oh, okay. But anyways, so... <laughs> This is a little off topic, but I really... This is a scene that stood out to me with Nico and Carolina when they were in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And Carolina was like, oh, you don't have to wear so much makeup and hide who you are, uh, Nico. And I love this quote by Nico. Some people hide behind makeup, others by a smile. Yes. And we're wondering if Carolina is doing that because she's all like... Oh, yeah, she's She's a picture-perfect girl. She's in the church. She's the, she's the millennial face of the church. And so Nico, she's just being more upfront about it, even though she's wearing tons of makeup. And so I'm so excited to see where this relationship... <laughs> I just love the relationships. Each and every single character of the Runaways has such a unique relationship with one another, and it's so mm. cool seeing it in live-action form. So I'm sorry. I'm fanboying a little bit. <laughs> so our boy Alex, he's trying to get everyone together because he's feeling depressed. Everyone has Amy on their mind. It's been two years. And, you know, everyone's split up. So, I mean, we talked about the party. Did you guys want to talk about more about the party at all? I mean, we, rape culture is a thing. Mm-hmm. We can just say that. It is, like, becoming even more and more a thing where people are putting it in shows because you need to recognize the signs. You need to know what things are okay and what things aren't okay. It's not okay just because a girl has passed out that you get to do whatever you want to her because mm-hmm. she won't remember. She'll still have the scars. Eventually, they'll come. The memory and the mm-hmm. consciousness along. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a really good point, by the way. I think it's such a great thing that they did show that, and that they showed what a good person would do in that situation. So, I mean, I feel like a lot of shows show this type of content, but not for this millennial demographic. But they show it in a way where they never like show any ramifications for what happens when you do when you attempt to do something like that. And it's no longer a case of boys will be boys because yeah, yeah. it's no, look it, at, look, it's no, no. longer going to be boys will be boys. Look at the yeah. era we're in. Boys I, are going to be held accountable for their actions. That's what boys will be boys. Absolutely, hundred percent. And I feel like especially now in the media with the Harvey Weinstein allegations. Yeah. Like first it started out with Bill Cosby, then Harvey Weinstein, then now it's like one thing after another after another. And I think guy too. Oh like they just yeah added him. And then I just wrote a story, even though we're a little off topic. Four boys stopped a man from sexually assaulting a 15-year-old girl. Um, I want to say in Australia, some some other country. But mm-hmm. like four boys like went and were like, "You're not gonna take her," and they, they fought him off. So police came. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like that, that. I heard that, about a story wow, that was amazing. similar, like two people on bicycles. Uh, witnessing something happening and this was for the Brock Turner incident that happened um, I believe a year ago like people intervening the thing had already happened but they they stopped it from progressing even further so I think it's always great when you have someone that steps in and says this isn't right it's definitely really important on shows that have like a younger audience too to show that because it it happens um, Mm -hmm. in high school and you know everybody should be aware of the signs and like what to look out for Mm -hmm. for sure yeah and just be a good human being it doesn't matter if you don't know them like you should still say something Mm -hmm. just like letting them pass you by that's not gonna cut it no more guys I'm sorry millennials 
Gotta do better. Just us as a people, we have to do better. Not even just millennials. Everybody. Look at all the stuff that this episode one is already tackling. We got rape culture. We have drugs. And, you know, Carolina, we found out she didn't even take the drugs. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We see see online bullying, you know, with Carolina. You know, they, they like, edited her photo about being Mm -hmm. brainwashed because of her religion. Yeah. And even loss with Amy, you know, because that's relatable. So this is such a relatable show. You can see yourself in, like, any one of these characters. There's also a lot of abuse coming from the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Except for... Molly and Gert's parents. Yeah, they seem pretty they're nice. so cool. The Yorks. They, no, okay, Stacy okay. and Dale are cool. The they're whole they're cool. They're <laughs> I want to yeah. live with them. No, okay. So this Give is what I can be with them. They seem so nice and so like you know, take your herbs. All so comforting <laughs> about cramps, things like that. But there's something a little unsettling about that as well. They're in the pride. The, I mean, there's something very unsettling, mm-hmm. like underneath all that, like. Take eat more brand. Like no, there's something unsettling. They're anti vaccination parents for sure. Hey. <laughs> they adopted Molly and, and they're They just- could have something to do with Molly's parents. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. If nobody else is gonna say I'm gonna say they might have something to do with that fire, so they have to take her in for guilt. Guilt's gonna be oh, also be a nice good theme for today, okay? <laughs> Also, what I think about, which which is so cool about The Runaways, is that it's mostly a female-led team, you know? When do we see that in superhero shows? No, mm-hmm. We always have, like, our token female. Wonder I mean, Woman. Well, yeah, it's amazing. cool. It's like we're breaking the glass ceiling for more women representation in the superhero genre. Like, Wonder Woman, she really broke that glass ceiling. We're going to have Captain Marvel in two years. We're going to have Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know? So it's Jessica Jones on Netflix. So it's really cool that Marvel's stepping it up, because there's so many powerful women that aren't getting the spotlight. And finally, I mean, Runaways is doing it well. So, did you want to say something? Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> um, them finding the lair. I know for the air quotes, but still, finding the lair, a coaster. <laughs> the coaster. A coaster. That, that, I mean, that's an interesting that was, trick. That was an interesting trick. I'm not going to trip. That's all I have to say. About when it. they found out, when they when stumbled they, upon the, the ceremony. Yeah, when they mm-hmm. find the secret. Like, personally, my favorite line, because I wrote it down, he was like, this is some Narnia shit. I was like, so yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. But so. those rooms exist. That's like a real thing. And like a little twist of the coaster will definitely open a door in someone's house. I thought it was, I liked it. it was They're like, cool. there are no basements in LA. <laughs> <laughs> there are those hilarious. In those big old houses, yes. Yeah, so I need to be one of these runaways. So I, my parents, I, I, need, I, need I never grew up money. in a house like that. <laughs> right. So, you know, they come across the ceremony. Everyone said it was Brentwood, by the way, too. Oh, yeah, this Brentwood. is Brentwood. Was it Molly said that? Or someone, yeah, Nico might have said that. Someone was like, I think it was Gert, this actually. Is Brentwood. Gert has such good lines, I think. She's so she sassy. I love her. Um, mm, yeah, so they, they stumble upon the ceremony and they see, like, there's, like, this force field. And in the comics, it was, like, a mirror. So it's cool seeing how, like, the different technology, because obviously it's updated to 2017. So and the, it's a soundproof force field. So yeah, it's very get... convenient. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to find out. Like, this is not good. They're going to hear you. But they don't. It's soundproof. You can't see it. But they're, they're seeing it. And then my girl Molly. <laughs> oh my. And you want to take a picture? Take off your take flash. Take the flash off. That's just, that's, that's one-on-one spying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. even if you never spy before, one-on-one spying, flash off. But of course, like, the youngest mm. one in the group would be the, screw up the yeah. whole, mm-hmm. like, spy mission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that happens, and that's kind of the. Are we missing anything? Oh right no, we are. De- we well, two couple things. We Destiny is alive. Well, she was alive because oh. she t- she talked to Carolina. She was the one being the, sacrificed. Yeah. Yes, she was also being sacrificed and naked under her robe. I'm I, I'm not getting over that part because. <laughs> Why not? The parents were naked under their robes. 
This girl's naked. <laughs> what is the purpose of you giving her a drink? Are you positive? Her? <laughs> yes. It's actually really bad. The, the drink made her pass out completely. And then throwing her into a little transportation pod. pod. God knows what happens because Molly, my girl Molly, <laughs> <laughs> um, just, I am... I was so upset because like I I look like Destiny. I thought she's I don't know maybe she's gonna be like that one. Yeah. Like gonna like I'm gonna destroy mm-hmm. you. I'm, I'm gonna let everybody know what you're doing. <laughs> I wonder if their names have deeper significance. Like if the name Destiny has to do with like if if it was like a specific thing with the character development. So Chase like, is gonna just like run. she's gonna be the one who like he's gonna chase everyone. Creates our our long lasting legacy. I don't know. What about know. um when Carolina's mom goes into that. Special oh, room, the white room with the, the body, with the body of someone that's like decaying. The, the, the skin just mm. not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally looked like some yeah. Weird I was, I was wondering if that per- that that body was, was in Amy? the coffin. Oh, I was was thought, like, oh, was that Amy in their trying? <laughs> <laughs> no, they did no. say a line where it's like we're gonna make you immortal. So I wonder. Mm. If that has to do with like, and they're like, and they're, and they're keeping, and they're keeping <laughs> her know. alive to like I somehow no I bring her back to life. Yeah, I think they're using destiny and all the people that are being sacrificed to, to somehow bring, bring keep this person, person alive, or you know, make them immortal. Or whatever. it literally sounds like Harry Potter all over again. <laughs> and the part with the Horcrux is it seriously sounds like that. Can we talk about the parents? Like just them that that, that scene of all the parents together, like they're and they're all in the mm-hmm. private, which you can just you can see the social classism, yeah. the elitism, mm-hmm. and they're you're wondering like how are you all friends? Mm-hmm. Because you guys kind of hate each other, it seems yeah. like you, you're taking little dicks at each yeah. other. Alex's mom said, "I can't believe they were let into Pride." So like I'm the wondering, Yorks. yes. So I'm wondering how they were selected, and, and I'm sure we'll probably find that out. But yeah. I'm curious as to. Why them? And how Shay, were they chosen? Shay brought up the fact that I didn't even catch when... Um, um, between um, Chase's mom and Nico's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Affair. That's all I'm going to say. <coughs> I'm calling it affair because... Like he, she blushed, and it's just mm-hmm. like it's, that's like there's like this little subtle familiarity just between them. Like that he was compl- a little more intimate. He complimented mm-hmm. her hair. Yeah, she, and she got all flustered. flustered. Wasn't there like some sort of phone call too that Chase walked away from? No, we're talking about this episode two. We ain't got there yet. Oh, did you watch episode? I two? I might have accidentally no. watched episode <laughs> two. Okay, yeah. Mm. I, I know you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I'm gonna, minutes in though, so I'm gonna I'm keep it to episode one. Yeah, then. yeah. I said that we're covering two episodes from now on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. We are. Um, but yeah, I totally lost my place. What the heck were we talking about? You brought up my all the parents. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I wonder if maybe there is an affair going on because Tina's dad maybe he's you know with um Chase's mom because he's not getting any love from uh, Tina. Because of the death of Amy, I wonder if that's why. And her, obviously, Victor's a kind of a, a verbally yeah. abusive. I don't. So, think, I don't think he's hit his wife, but he's definitely verbally and emotionally abusive. And they definitely ain't getting no loving with mm-hmm. each other. There's just no intimacy there in that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's lost on so the voyage. Sad. Should we get into more predictions and see what's going to happen? What do you guys think? Let's do it. All right. And now. Oh my gosh! What's gonna happen now? <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, Shay, you go first. Ashley, you go first. Oh, oh wow! I was really okay. not hoping I was going first. All right. <laughs> um, you could call me though. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna go for it. So, 
I think, you know, they're obviously all going to, you know, be bonded by this and be friends again. And mm-hmm. they're going to have their li- little crew. Um, and I think, I'm hoping Molly's going to tell them about her power mm-hmm. or her whatever it is. Um, and I think it's going to be, you know, we're not going to find out, like, the parents aren't going to know that the kids spied on them until mm-hmm. a lot later. And I think the kids are going to investigate further. And so mm-hmm. the parents are just being watched by the kids throughout mm-hmm. season one. Mina, what do you think? Well, I cannot give my predictions for episode two. <laughs> oh, because no. Because I already know what happens. Ah! Uh, okay. But I can give my predictions <laughs> long term. Okay. And I really do think that there are going to be, like, some characters in the Pride that are, like, inherently good. Mm. And I think there's going to be some sort of division and, like, some sort of alliances yeah. that form within the Pride. Yeah. Because you can already tell by how Alex is dad is reacting to everything that mm-hmm. he's not on board i love the statement he made about killing is killing it doesn't matter that i did it when i was from the hood versus now that i'm part of the elite it's still killing at the end of the day and it kind of reminds me of how you know there really is no difference between white collar crime and blue collar crime it's it's killing is killing yeah. and i completely agree with him on that so i thought it was an interesting point he made so i do for sure think there are going to be some sort of alliances, mm-hmm. especially if there's an affair going on with one of the characters. You're going to see people yeah. branch branch out yeah. within the Pride, for sure. Absolutely. You ready, Shay? Or you want me to go first? Uh, okay, so for me, um, <coughs> I, is, I I agree with you. Killing is killing. It's one of my favorite quotes I, I saw in the movie because I loved it. It was um, when these guys were hit by a utilitarian you know, theory. But don't be fooled by the arithmetic. It's murder either way. Mm-hmm. You can't... Just because you murder for a good reason or you murder for a bad reason, murder is going to be murder, a death is going to be a death, and life is going to be lost. So you can't really... You can never justify... The ends don't justify you, the, the means. The ends don't justify the means. So in, in saying that, I agree with you about... I feel like there's going to be a division. Because there's already a division. You can tell. You can just tell how all the parents are acting around each other. And you're kind of still wondering why you guys even dealing with each other mm-hmm. um, I think Carolina's experiment saying that she's a science experiment she is not a real person I we'll totally figure, agree with that we'll figure it out um, I also <laughs> agree that uh, Chase and Gert will get together because I think Carolina's gay which is going to be interesting to for her religion um, wait did you, did you say Gert and Carolina are going to get together? no Gert and Chase oh, okay Okay. I'll put parentheses, parentheses. I feel like you know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I no. wonder how no, this is going to stick to the comments right? right now. It's not fair. It's not fair that you know they, No, I'm sure they're going to change some things, you know, because they don't want me and other comic book readers to expect everything, you know. They want to surprise us, for sure. So, mm-hmm. go on. I, I, uh, Gary and Chase are going to get together. Alex and Nico will get together. It's going to be a trial, and I really want to know what his reason for not going to the funeral is going to be. Obviously, everybody grieves in their own way, and there had to have been a good reason why he didn't show, didn't show up, just didn't show up. But I also feel like them being friends is not also going to be easy road, just yeah. going straight back into being friends. Yeah, they have a lot to, you know, they have a long road when they're running away <laughs> to, you know, patch things up. And we're going to find <laughs> out, I definitely think we're going to find out, maybe not in episode two, but what happened to Amy, because I'm so interested in that concept, because that affects everyone, obviously. Um, we're going to find out more about that dinosaur... So, <laughs> and what that means, um, I'm so interested in seeing how they're going to play with uh, Molly. 
Um, but I totally agree with Mina and Shay about how the the parents are going to start turning on one another. Whether, what, whatever the pride is up to. Ooh, and the church is obviously has something to do with the pride. Poor Destiny. I really... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really Hashtag poor Destiny. I want to know, I don't want to like be like chased down for this for, for this comment at all but I want to know how similar this church is to the Church of Scientology I want to know what goes on in the Church of Scientology <laughs> oh Tom Cruise please slide into my DMs and let me know oh. I'm sure he's watching um, <laughs> so for oh. me um, oh, I was going to shout this out in the chat Ivan Soto he said they won't be showing Nico cutting herself because they don't want to glorify self harm and in the comics Nico cut herself to do something that I won't say um, so that's great that they're doing that because kids are obviously going to be watching this. Yeah. And you don't want to, you know, kind of promote self-harm. So that's another concept, which is really cool. So shout out to you for saying that because I read that earlier and a couple weeks ago. So. Oh, uh, uh, I was going to say because seeing that, I'm like, I get why they don't promote it, but mm-hmm. I, I would get why they would promote it because people like everybody doesn't react the same way. Nobody's going to re- no, no, every two person's going to act the same way to any type of grief. I won't react the same way if you're sad. You won't react the way I will if I'm sad. We yeah. have two different experiences. I like but to use comedy to like deal with most situations. So it kinda, <laughs> that's like my go-to. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. Well, I think that's definitely. important though not to glorify it. Just because you know it's not an escape that you should should take. Take yeah, and, and it's not something that should be like made an example of. Like oh, if you're feeling sad, this might be a way that you can handle your sadness. Um, I mean, that's uh, just like a bad road to go down. But I feel like it's a, it's if, it's a way you can do that, but also in the same way of stemming it or saying, okay, sh- it's, it's, people do it, but that doesn't mean it has to be the choice you make. Mm-hmm. Like in that situation, they could if do they it can that go way. about it that way, then yeah, I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, uh, I don't believe self harm is a positive way to deal with any yeah. any pain you're feeling. Because either way, you'll still have the scars. Is mm-hmm. the yeah. pain pain takes a long time to go away. Time as much as it sucks, it's the only way to heal. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately we're gonna have to wrap up soon. Well not depressing I'm such I know. a somber uh, note. I'm so sorry, I bummed everybody oh, out. Thanks shit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Bring back but the mood up guys, with another Iran song. I'm so excited <laughs> to be doing the show with you guys. We're our own like runaways team right here, like you're like Molly, you're Gert, you're Carolina, I'm Alex. Why can't I be Nico? Damn. Because <laughs> Molly's my girl. You're my girl. Anyways. I'm the dinosaur. <laughs> okay, oh. Anthony's the dinosaur. Guys, sure. one last time, say goodbye to everyone. Tell them where you can find you on social media. Hey, guys, you can find me at Ashley underscore Brinkman. I'm Ashley Brinkman, and I love the first episode. It was really, really fun. I can't wait for the, the next one. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. I have some pretty cool bitmojis on there, so definitely go follow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey guys, I am Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. And since this is a new after show, love Shay but on Snapchat. And I am Team Church. I'm calling it Chase and Gert. <laughs> yeah. Church. I support Team Church. I support that. And guys, I'm Oliver Jen. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. We're going to be coming to you for episodes three and four next week. Two and three. Yes. Oh, did I say? Oh, two and three? Did yeah. I say that? Okay. Did I say three and four? Three and four. <laughs> two and three. My bad. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Mwah. Friendsgiving, if you celebrate it too. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.